The the one I got the furthest on was actually the X Factor. I actually got to boot camp. Boot? You went to X Factor boot camp? My mum knocked on my bedroom door and she said, guess who's dead? Tom Morton is a Welsh rock artist whose nine-year musical career has resulted in his name becoming synonymous with the live music scene in Cardiff. At just 23, he could be described as a veteran of the field, having played venues on Moonby Street since he was a young teen. His home studio has also become a valuable space for Cardiff artists to record, with Tom mixing and producing many local artists' music. Between his home studio and Longwave Studios in Grangetown, he recorded, mixed and produced his latest single, Devil On My Shoulder, at the beginning of this year, before heading out on a headline UK tour to promote its release. Along with his band The Bottle Breakers, Tom recently supported fellow Welsh boys Feeder at their homecoming show in Newport, performing to an audience of 3,000. One of the most hard-working musicians in South Wales, Tom is fast also making a name for himself in the production world, and he joins us today to talk about his favourite year in music. Fuck yay! What do you think of that? That was impressive. I'm gonna have to swear, aren't I? Yeah. Good. You're out to say fucking shit, you just can't say Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Tom. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Um, tell us a bit what, what you're up to at the moment. Well, currently I'm, I'm doing a podcast with yourself yeah. and uh, drinking a beer of Moretti. Uh, other beers are available. Not sponsored. No. But I am... Um, Currently uh, writing and recording some new music that has uh, yet to be released, hence why I'm still writing and recording it. That's yes. how that works. Makes sense. Uh, producing loads of stuff uh, for lots of bands that I'm sure you'll probably end up interviewing on here at some point, um, which is fun. Um, I liked I liked the choice of words like this veteran, invaluable. It makes me seem really, you know. I thought, what can I do? Really? Very, very nice. Rub them up the right way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them a beer, a nice beer, a nice beer. Long winded way of saying I'm basically. I'm musicking. I'm musicking 24-7. I'm writing, recording. I'm hoping to put out some new stuff in uh, sort of like September, October. Sweet. And yeah, too, I'm actually trying to book gigs at the moment. And I've, I've still found that there's like a backlog from COVID. There definitely so is. So like before COVID, it was quite hard to get gigs anyway. Just you have to email people. People take ages to respond. And I found that with like a year or even two years of just people not like obviously having gigs or having to reschedule stuff it's just become like impossible to try and yeah. to try and get like gigs booked in like we can get like the Cardiff ones and we've got the, the Welsh kind of ones booked in but yeah it's just been really difficult like emailing so many people like ringing them and like just n- nothing or like yeah. oh you contact this person and I like, do and then they don't get back to me and it's like and as someone who's been playing for ages have you found yeah. that there's a lot of there's almost been bands that have made, really done well for the last two years they've spent two years writing and performing and now they're getting all their kind of first gigs so it seems like it's all brand new to them but really they've been doing it for ages but because of covid it seems like they've just come they've kind of come out really of nowhere fresh. yeah absolutely there's a few bands in cardiff now that i've seen and i've like i've never heard of them and it's because they they're all like formed, lockdown projects yeah, right lockdown yeah for sure but like and they've obviously been together and practicing you know within restrictions when when they could in covid yeah and yeah they've kind of come out with like the works now and it's like this i mean to be fair the, the local music scene in cardiff is like is really really strong almost like too strong yeah like in a way that it's like there's always something going on every night which is what you want really for a music Absolutely, scene yeah um, like, and then you do run the risk of having like option paralysis, like where there's almost like too many gigs to go to. I felt like just after COVID kind of like all the restrictions lifted, like I definitely felt a bit of that. Like it was just everyone to do a gig naturally. That's like you would, if you're a banner or an artist, you yeah. want to do a gig. But yeah, I felt like, oh my God, there's like two gigs a day, like every day for like six months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which is fun. 
I'm always tired and I always have no money. Yeah. There's constantly gigs to go There to. is that. The free ones at Porter's save me mm. save me skin, I was going to say. Porter's save days. my skin a little bit. Save me skin. Yeah, they save me skin. And these shiver me timbers yeah. as well. Porter's is great. I mean, like, we played a gig in Porter's yeah. um, not too long ago, actually. It was, like, a few weeks ago in, like... Yeah, we had like a packed out room and like it's free, so it's like it's no excuse for people not to come down really. Like even yeah. if they don't drink, like you can just come in and just you know. Yeah, amazing. It's so good. They're doing good things. Absolutely. Shout out Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex is Alex is class. Very very good job. Right, so we've actually invited you here today, not just to talk about Cardiff music as much as much as I could talk about it all day yeah. with you. Um, I've asked you to pick your favourite year of music. You did. And try and convince me as to why it is your favourite. Now mm-hmm. you've come armed with a year that. Quite frankly, when I looked at the playlist... Arguably like, unbeatable. It blew me away. Yeah. Um, please tell us what your year is and so, a little bit about what If you haven't guessed, it's 2009. My name is Susan Moyer. You probably remember the bridal party who danced their way down the aisle. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. Michael Jackson, 50 years old, the king of pop, has died. Uh, a very, very sad moment. Personally, a lot of like big things happened musically for me in that year. I think I was like 10 or 11. Like, I was 98, so someone can work that out and correct me. I'm pretty sure I was... I was 13, and I'm 96, so that is correct. Okay, 10 or 11, let's, yeah. let's go for that. Math, yeah, so <laughs> 11. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I was about 11. Yeah, so many like so many big things. I did, like went to my first ever gig that year. What was it? It was Green Day. Wow, and they released an album that year. Yeah, they released. I think it was Twenty First Century Breakdown. Wow, they released, which is um, That's excellent. Yeah, That's which excellent. is which is class. My dad took me in Birmingham, and it's funny. He didn't actually tell me what we were going to do. He said, oh, "I'm going on a work trip," and I was like, "Oh," he was like, "Bring your son to work day," and I was like, "Oh, all right." What a nerd that you thought that was real. I don't. You know, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's that's fine." You know, I'll go to Birmingham or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and then basically we walked into um, the Millennium... No, what fucking Millennium? I just can't get out of Cardiff. It's the NEC. Well, what was the NEC? I think it changed. I don't even know. A big, anything, big yeah. thing in Birmingham where music happens. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was so good. Like, I remember being like absolutely like in awe of what was going on. And it was quite... It was interesting because there was a massive range of music that kind of like they play. So like they, they got like the big songs that everyone goes like mental. You got yeah. your proper like rock, not metal, because it's not really metal, but you know, like your rock and your heavy rock yeah. kind of fans going down there, mosh pits down the front. We were kind of obviously like up in the gods somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that they played Time of Your Life, which is like the acoustic one. Yeah. And to, for me, the change in how everyone was going mental, like for pretty much every song before and then every song after, yeah. but everyone kind of just shut up and stopped mm. and just listened. And like, that was... That was such a massive moment for me in music that I realized like the power of what it can do. Like you can make people feel elated and you can make people like you jump around and fucking headbutt each other, whatever, class. Yeah. But then, you know, you have a song that's maybe a little bit slower or whatever, and it can really connect with people in some way. Mm. And it can just make a whole room of like thousands of people just shut up. Yeah. I just found that was like that was insane. That was one thing that happened that year. Um but I do have a, a list of like the music. I'm gonna reel off a few. Whip out the list. Yeah, I will, I will. A very yeah. it's a very eclectic year for, for music. So. Wildly eclectic. Um I listened to a playlist in work and there wasn't a single person in the office who told me to turn it off. We all loved it. Something for everyone in two thousand and nine. So we have Black Eyed Peas, um I Got a Feeling. Big which is the first song I learned on piano, which is quite fun. Wow. Yeah. It's quite it's just like two or three it's notes. Yeah. There's Fire Kasabian. 
one of my favourites of the year. Uprising by Muse. Yeah, like, I only like some of these songs now. I didn't like them at the time. Yeah. I, is, no, I agree with world. you. I, well, apart from Green Day, I wasn't into like... I didn't really listen to much Kasabian or Muse, but now I love you know love both of them. Especially well, Muse when, when I was thirteen, I had no music taste, and I just listened to whatever my siblings listened to. Fair. So, uh, like my house, we only we were only allowed to play Oasis. That's all right. That, that there's, there's worse things. I mean, there's, Oasis is a really good band. There's worse things. Yeah. I still know all the lyrics to every Oasis song. That's fine. Um, there's definitely worse bands. Yeah, I was just about reeling off to find my own kind of taste of music. Yeah. Oh, well, I was talking to Liam mm-hmm. earlier, and he said that. He doesn't know anyone who who likes Muse just for being Muse. And I said, thirteen-year-old okay. me likes Muse yeah. for being Muse. I yeah. like them. I like I like Muse. They, they're a very inconsistent band. Wildly like, inconsistent. Like some of the best <laughs> songs I've ever heard, but also some of the worst songs I've ever heard. Fully, in my life. yeah. Um, that's why, like, when someone says, "Oh, do you like Muse?" and I kind of have to go, "Yeah." I like Supermassive Black Hole. Yeah, there's like a, I like a, the new the newest song they put out called um, "Kill or Be Killed." Really good old Muse. Old Muse? Yeah. They, wow. And then there's... This is actually the first song that got me interested in production. Okay. Which was Gives You Hell by All American Rejects. Absolute right? Again, I, I liked it at the time, but then, I, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're younger, you don't know why you like the song. Mm-hmm. You just know that you like it. Whereas, like, the more I kind of got into music, the more I was picking up, I asked myself, why do I like it? And that was a really important question to ask, like, to know why you like things. Is it, like, you know, the guitar sounds? Is it, like, the drums or the whatever, the yeah. melodies and stuff? And, like... There's a guy called Eric Valentine who is like one of my production like icons, and he produced that song. Just listening back to it, like the drums and the guitars are just the biggest thing I've ever heard in my life, and that song made me want to like get into producing and stuff. Sweet. So yeah, big year, big year. I'm not even not <laughs> big even big year for Tom Alton 2009. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then there's Twenty One Guns, Green Day. That came out. Same, same. You know, love Green Day. Um, right, these are just a few kind of like ones that you know the year I'm gonna say year six for me year six disco uh, Sparky Mark doing the DJing shout out Sparky, Sparky Mark still going strong stronger ponytail than me Sparky yeah, Mark yeah yeah then so there's like I'm sure these are on the build if they weren't well I'm sure they were we have faith in, in Sparky Mark so there's My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson Kelly Clarkson amazing undisputed you got Evacuate the Dance Floor by Cascada I think that's what you say Cascada yeah Cascada Sorry. I know that one yeah that Thank was a you. banger. Yeah. Then I'm that... acting like I haven't listened to these all today. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh so yeah, I know that one. There's that. Then there is the Miley Cyrus era. I was a big, I was a big Hannah Montana fan growing up. Parents were convinced I was gay. Interesting. Absolutely. I was into like Hannah Montana. I used to love like Troy Bolton. Not even high school musical, specifically Troy Bolton. Just Troy. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't blame them. For... I can see like you've kind of started yourself off Troy today. Wow. Thank you. Compliment. That's, honestly, it's a compliment. 11-year-old me is screaming, <laughs> going off track. Um, <laughs> that was bang on track. Yeah, that was Hannah a bit. Montana, Miley Cyrus, she released a climb in 2009. Well, there's the climb, there's party in the USA, there's the hoedown throwdown. Aww. Another Sparky Mark classic. Yeah. Makes everyone go And did you know the dance? Mental. Um, I think I knew part of it, and then... Is this the pop it, like it, poker, it, yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know the one. I know. Um, that's good. Then there is also Love Story, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Pretty good song. It's kind of come back recently with the TikTok era. Yeah, a lot of the, that's what you're saying, like a lot of these songs you thought came out recently. Yeah. Well, not you thought, but like you would, if you didn't really know them, you would have thought they were more recent it's songs. It's confusing, yeah, because like, yeah, something like Love Story, I probably didn't really listen to that in 2009. Oh, I love that song. I was too busy listening to Supermassive Black Hole. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a good reason. Um, so I, I never listened to that, and then it became like a big, a big song on TikTok. TikTok's changing the face of music. It is. In, in terms of like 
if someone's big on TikTok, it's number one the week after. Well, I, I feel like the, there's that, or like the whole Stranger Things, Metallica, exactly, whatever. Yeah. Um, also, you know, the Kate Bush thing. It's like, you know, there's, if, if a song ends up on Stranger Things, you can almost guarantee that it's going to be either number one or there's like some weird drill remix made of it within about a week. Yeah. Like, these people are too fast. Really, you just need to get, like, the Duffer Brothers on. That's what it devil, is. Devil on shoulder. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Anyway, continuing. Yeah. Then we have Sex on Fight, Kings of Leon. Good song. Good tune. Then, right... Okay, so there's pro- probably, I'm going to say like a, uh, an, an anomaly here, T-shirt by Chantel. Not Chantel, but Chantel. 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 Yeah. Like, maybe not one of the biggest ones, but I thought it was class. Yeah. Yeah? You have no idea which one it is, do you? No, I do, oh, but do. I can't oh, sing it. Do. I can't sing it, okay. but no, I know I mean, it. Me neither. Yeah. So yeah. this is like, there's the, <laughs> you sing there's it. the era of Teo slash Tayo Cruz. Please. Yes. Yeah. Break your heart. Um. Banger. <laughs> Absolute banger. And then we have Holiday Dizzy Rascal. Mate. Holiday Honestly, by Dizzy Rascal is one of the greatest you, no songs ever written. This year. Then there's Lady Gaga, just every song she's ever Poker done. Poker Face, Just Dance, Paparazzi. Mm-hmm. We got them all. Halo, Beyonce. Amazing. What this Single is... Ladies also came out that year. Did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was it, it, it raced to number one. Yes. I can tell you a fact wow. about January 2019. 2019? <laughs> Cool, I'm listening. (laughs) January 2009, Mm. Alexandra Burke's X Factor winner song, Hallelujah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Remained at number one, well into 2009. Four days in, still number one. Incredible. Good work. Out comes Poker Face. Yeah. Poked her right out of there. Yeah. Out comes Single Ladies. Big big changeover. Big changeover. We got Burke, we got... Gaga, we got Beyonce, all in one fell swoop. Yeah, it's it's inc- it's incredible. An amazing month. I was Honestly. in year eight. I didn't quite know what to do with myself. Yeah, it's just it's just too much, really. It's amazing. It is too much, and that's actually that's like that has come to the end of like I mean there are a lot more that yeah. I probably could have chosen, but that's a mixture of like personal favorites and undisputed bangers. Welcome to Seatbelt Sessions. We're on a mission to uncover the best musicians in South Wales. Catch up on Series 1 and Series 2 over on YouTube and Instagram now. When you picked the year 2009, instantly I thought Michael Jackson's death. I can't, but that's like, it's one even one of the things that, I mean, I was never like a huge Michael Jackson fan, but obviously that was such a massive thing that I, I can't believe I didn't even. Um, I don't know if you know Cardiff band Parish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know them. Sam Graham. Yeah. I know Sam, Sam's great. And, and Parish are great. Yeah, Parish are great, yeah. yeah. Sam Graham, little did I know at the time, was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Huge, loved him. And he had tickets to Michael Jackson's tour that was actually going on when he died. So the tour, This Is It, I think it was called. It's 2009, world tour. Sam Graham of Parish had a ticket. And my mum said that he had been in school all day holding the ticket, crying. Because Michael Jackson had died. That is actually fucking... That is so sad. Devastating. I, I, and I, every time I see... I see Sam at a gig sometimes and I think, poor boy. I <laughs> <laughs> got to see his hero. And he was this close. He was this close. This close. And no. that happened in 2009, no. so... Yeah. Fuck. Crazy, really. That is a big year. Another thing. thing I remember about Michael Jackson's death was my younger brother, Dom, would have been about seven at the time. And my mum knocked on my bedroom door and she said, guess who's dead? And I said, I don't know. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it if that's actually broken to you. Guess who's dad? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. 
No, she knocks my door. Uh, Guess who's dead? And I and that's just so. When you have a Catholic mum, that happens all the time. Okay. It's usually a priest or something. Oh, okay, right. It's usually okay. someone you know from the parish, yeah. not from parish. They're all. They're all alive they're and all well. Alive and kicking. Anyway, just, um, right. So my mum knocks my bedroom door. Get up. I was like, yeah, I'll get up. She went. Guess who's died? And I said, I don't know. She said, Michael Jackson. And I was like. What the fuck? I probably didn't say what the fuck to my mouth. No, you definitely did. What the fuck, Murray? And then I was like, oh, that's mad. And I was talking to her about for a couple of minutes. I got out of bed and I went to the bathroom to brush my teeth and that. And I heard her go into Dom's room. Dom, get up. Yeah, that was knocking, yeah. Guess who's died? And Dom went, I don't know, the Pope. Which always really tickles me. But the other thing that I thought of when you said about 2009, mm-hmm. um, was a big cultural moment that we haven't mentioned that was a different kind of music, a completely different genre. Yeah. And um, I'm talking of a TV talent show by the name of Britain's oh, Got Talent. Yeah. Susan Boyle, 2009. That was on, yes, it wasn't it? Yeah. I Dreamed a Dream. She did. I that, Dreamed yeah. a Dream, yeah. Subo. That blew everyone out of the water. What a woman. And she didn't even win. All the good ones never win. All the good ones never win. No, yeah. never, never won it. Yeah. D- didn't even didn't even get to say hello to whoever presents it now. It's still on the deck, isn't it? I haven't watched it in about eight years, but could I be. think it is. Could be. But there you yeah. go. Didn't even get to say hello. Did you try to go on it? When I was younger, I did. Did you? I did. When I was. In fact, I actually still have my audition number. Oh. You know what? I, I tried out for all of them when I was younger. I think, I think a lot of like singers, if you get into it quite young, I think especially around that era, that was just the thing to do. Yeah, One Direction were 2010. Look at them now. There you go. There you go. What could have been? It's crazy. What could have been? Yeah, um, yeah I, I tried out for Britain's Got Talent. I did X Factor, I did The Voice. The the one I got the furthest on was actually the X Factor. I actually got a boot camp. Boot? You went to X Factor boot camp? I did. But then they <laughs> cut... My job! Why yeah. have we never spoke about this? That's why I just don't really tell it to anyone. Because it's, it, because it's pointless telling. Because like they didn't air my first audition. Yeah. And then they cut me out of every scene that was in boot camp. So why are you there? Just as um, an extra? Honestly, don't even know. But, how what, how was boot camp? What did you have to do? It, well, it was just they they basically put you in like they they put me in like a group of people that like you know when like if you're in a group with the good ones you're like oh okay I was yeah. in a group with a lot of people I was just like oh I'm <laughs> you Jedward oh, I'm fucking no, no, Wagner no no, no oh, Wagner was class yeah Wagner was class. no but like um yeah <laughs> sorry for the thought of you still yeah Jedward just... <laughs> it's good isn't it Jedward and Wagner I've really tickled myself yeah. Now. Uh, but, um, please carry on. That was that was kind of it, really. I didn't really get so. I don't. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's it. I don't really tell many people because of the fact that it's not really that interesting. And I kind of like, I kind of did it, and and nothing really came of it. Like, didn't get shown on TV. So I'm well not fucking. Got it. Yeah, that's fair enough. So I'm just like, well, you gotta try these things. You could have been yeah. the next Harry Styles. Could have been. Could have been. Still could. Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I went to uh, watch him the other week actually. You saw Harry Styles? Yeah. Oh, Millie's a big fan, my girlfriend Millie. Yeah. Hi Millie. Hi Millie. Um, she is a big fan and she bawled her eyes out for like the last, I want to say, tenth of the show. That's fair enough. It was, I mean, you know, emotional stuff. He's a sexy bastard. He really is. He really is. And he's just excellent. Very, very I good. love Harry Styles. Very, very impressed. I thought his band were great as well. Yeah. His band are really cool. His band are very good. Yeah. Yeah, really, I really like enjoyed. him. I always say like that would be one of the if you, if you didn't really want to be like recognised for being famous, just being so like in someone's band like that, like um, Harry yeah. Styles, like Arlo Parks or Phoebe Bridges. Or you know what? I actually beg to differ because people in the audience clearly knew 
the members of Harry Styles' band because, like, when they would do the intro, like they they knew it, they knew their names. Really? Yeah, I think I think being in a band, I generally would agree with you, unless you're in Harry Styles' band. That's fair. I feel like someone as big as him is just like. I think I wouldn't necessarily recognise. Yeah, him. yeah, fair enough. But I feel like yeah, that's 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 fair. Yeah, your average just, Joe. Or wouldn't... just be the drummer in Coldplay. Yeah, no, I would like he could be sat on my sofa right now, and I'd be like, oh, my flatmate's friend's know. over. I'm sure he's fantastic. I'm sure he's lovely. I'm sure they're all lovely. Probably overly lovely. He listens uh, as well. Yeah. So you said that you were in year six in 2009. Maybe. Five, six, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say year six. So you were a big Green Day fan. What else were you up to at that time in your life? Um, I think I just discovered how to, like, record a video. So I think I was was very much into starting my own YouTube uh, channel, which was the thing back then. And um, I actually have. I think I've. I think I put it on like an. I didn't delete it off YouTube. I've any anything that I think would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. I've kept like unlisted. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You'd be I, gutted if you got rid of stuff like that. Yeah. There's. Um. I think I, I was like around about. No, I mean, actually, I think it was a few years after. To be honest, it was mainly just listening to music. I wasn't really kind of like avidly involved in even. I played guitar a little bit when I was younger, mm. and piano as well. Um, but yeah, to be honest, not not really an awful lot. Probably probably just discovering my first pube, I think, around then. Nice. Maybe younger. Because like my next question was going to be, do you remember when you discovered your first pube? So, <laughs> I was I was eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glad you got that in. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, nothing particularly. I don't think significant apart from all the stuff I've mentioned and all the un- unbelievable bangers that came out that year. Yeah. So we've got a little bit of a um, game that we want to play. I'm fucking ready. Um, and the game's just going to be Guess the Intro. Mm-hmm. Classic. Obviously, all these songs will be from 2009, your chosen year. Oh, I've bigged this up now, I'd better fucking be good. Well, a couple of these songs you've actually, that I've got lined up, you've oh. actually already mentioned. Okay. So, so in theory, me, the intros should be piss. In theory, you should get it like that. Okay. Yeah. So, Number one. Yeah. Fireflies RC. Fireflies RC, you got that. Yeah. Within the first second. Was that 2009 as well? I can't believe I didn't mention that. The first song that included gibberish in it. Literally. Absolutely incredible song. So, how quick can you get this one? Holiday, uh, Dizzy Rascal. Correct. Two seconds, that one. Holiday by Dizzy Rascal is one of the best things. It is great. Get a passport. It's class. Look, I know it's on my head. It's it's the best one. (laughs) This one you've mentioned too. Okay. Fire, Sabian. Correct. You're on a you're on a roll Mate, here. Just 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 keep fucking coming. I'm not I'm, sure. I'm, I'm um, to be honest, like we say, 2009 arguably was one of the greatest years for music. So these are quite easy, and I should have made a little bit more challenge. No, it's fine. This one's a bit of a change of pace. Okay. Oh, you are the reason. Really close. Is it not? No. Fuck. Oh, it's like an Avril Lavigne song. No. I'll give you the artist. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. That's it. What's the? I swear it's called. That's not the name of the song. It's called is it? The Only Exception. Ah, oh, fuck Paramore. Paramore. Shit. Hayley Williams. What oh, this? fuck. I'm so good I didn't get that song. Yeah, fuck. it's a big tune. My drummer loves Paramore. I'm sorry, Aaron. Shit. Um, Hayley Williams solo stuff is great too. Yeah, agreed. Okay, next. Uh, uh, Kings of Leon, uh, Sex on Fire. Correct. Just couldn't think of the name of the song. See, so far you've got them all within three seconds. Okay. Other than the Paramore one. That's I'm so, good. I'm livid. I'm yeah. fucking livid about the Paramore song. This next so one really I'm like going to play, probably 
awakened my taste in music okay. as a 13-year-old. This was the first one that I thought, that's really good, and also, I actually think it's quite cool, and mm. I'm not embarrassed that I like mm-hmm. it. Like, Fireflies, it was on my phone, I gladly received it via Bluetooth, but also, was I going to tell people it was on my phone? Probably not. <laughs> um, this one, I played with Pride. Oh, shit. It sounds like a U2 song. It does a bit. But it's probably not, is it? Is it? No. No. But it is quite U2 esque. It's not the script, is it? No. Mm. Shit, can you, can you give me the, the next line? Well, the first or is the name the, of the song. It's the name of the song. Shit. I'll give it the artist. Go on. Temper Trap. Oh, fuck, I won't guess the name of the song. Sweet Dist- Disposition. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. That, that wasn't one of the ones I listened to loads when I was. So. Great shit. But I, I reckon, obviously, I recognised it. The music video for Sweet Dispos- Disposition. Amazing. Cool. This is going to be the last one. And oh, this is fuck, one... I've got two wrong. This is, this is bad. This is one that Liam mentioned earlier and said, was that 2009? And I said, if that was 2009, then really 2009 was the greatest year for yeah. music ever. Okay. And it's this. Oh, this is Usher. No, fuck, it's not. Oh, my God, I can't believe I said that. Fuck, it's not. <laughs> fuck. Um... It's Chris Brown. Yeah. And uh, something forever. No. It's forever, it's forever by Chris Brown. Oh, fuck. Usher. Mm. Fuck do I think You know what? Is. You got five out of seven then. That's, that's not really bad. bad now. That's terrible. It's not bad at all. Really, I'm honestly going to go home and cry. You had to convince someone that 2009 is the year. The best year. What one track would you give them to listen to? To convince them that yes, that is the year. Shit. It's a big question. Fuck. I can give you per genre, rock, Kasabian, fire. Listen, that's cheat code. Fuck, right, Kasabian, fire. Kasabian, yeah, fire. Yeah, stand by it, stand yeah. by it. I think that's a really fucking class song. It's an amazing song. And it's like one of those ones that have like stood the test of time. You go, you, you go see Kasabian, that song still is the main fucking yeah. thing. Whereas a few of them were like bangers for that year, but they aren't really around anymore. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I like, do know what like I mean. Like a few songs. That whole like, album... That fire was on. Yeah, it's pretty class. Pretty class. Yeah, I'll stand by that. I'll say fire by Kasabian. You heard it here first. So, Tom, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. To be honest, I'm, like, pretty... I think I'm on your side. I think 2009 is... It's going to be hard to beat. Uh, You know what? I'm going to retract it, considering I've got so many fucking wrong in the the intro thing. You've got two wrong. You're already beating himself up. Too, too many. Too, too many. God, I fear for your future children. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna, fuck, they're gonna know all the songs, every song, You're all of them. Anything wrong? All the fucking songs. Now you did well on the game, and 2009 is an excellent choice. Thank you. So thank you so much for joining us, right. Tom. Thank you for having me. Nice one. Nice one. Thanks for the beer as well. <laughs>